0: Welcome to the Path 5 Podcast. The Path 5 team is a dedicated group of professionals hailing from diverse backgrounds, all anchored in making the world a safer place. Thanks for joining us while we dive into today's topic.
1: Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome to the podcast, the Path 5 crew. It's your boy, BroNeil. You already know what's going on for me. And I hope it's going all with y'all right now. We're gonna be breaking it down. And I got I got a bit of a confession. We're not even gonna get into the topic yet. I got I got something to say. So I was at the range today. And uh, something something not so cool happened. All right.
0: You got your Let's, first stateside kill.
1: <laughs> uh almost, and it was it was almost a, a, a self-zuck, so to speak. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so there I am reloading mags having a grand old time it's always when you're starting to wrap wrap up the day right and i'm mag dumping this ar and it's just going bop 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 having a grand old time and it goes bop i was like oh that's kind of weird so i you know i rack the next round and and for whatever reason it's not coming out of the chamber right so whatever take the upper off and i'm looking at the round that the the brass that's still in the chamber and it says uh it says 300 blackout on it, and your boy was shooting 5.56. Five, Yo. So.
0: <laughs> Somebody did you dirty. A little so spicy how expensive? boy. how
1: expensive was the damage? <laughs> you know what's yeah. kind of crazy is I'm, I, I pulled it off, and I'm looking down the barrel and I see no deformation at all. I see no warping. The no the, rifling. the rifling is phenomenal. It's not even smooth bore. If it was
0: he I'm cl- She cleaned it, it, it. in fact.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was like the thing looks better than new. Uh, so I think I'm pretty sure this is my buddy's rifle. This is the worst part. Right? He's deployed. He gives me his gun and his ammo. <laughs> oh, God, uh so he's getting a new barrel out of this deal. But uh, yeah, big oh, shout rip. out to uh Ba man, they make some dope ass barrels. If they can take a three hundred blackout and not even fucking, I I mag dumped right after I cleared it. It was fine. Wow, man, my butt would have puckered looking in <laughs> and seeing three hundred blackout. I would,
2: yeah, <laughs> bro. I
1: was sweating. just like it in the
0: woods and go home. Like, fuck. it was
1: it was a cold day on the range, and I was sweating. So that's that's how I am kicking this off is with a bit so of hand. a story,
0: you know. Hand so hand. maybe we
1: could do a little roundtable discussion here. Here is some stories from the. Crew, I know that we've got a, a bunch from you guys overseas, and I got some goofy stuff that happened to me stateside. So, and we want to yeah. kick this thing off, man. Midas, you want to? Yeah, yeah. Tag me wanna... in there,
0: boss man. <laughs> First spin of tail whoever put that three hundred blackout in your pile of five fives, a dick. That's that's a
1: whole discussion, man. I bought I that ammo off
0: my buddy, and and with Neil. Oh.
1: Oh.
3: <laughs> Wait, you bought it off yeah. the buddy whose gun you're borrowing? Because yep. then he needs to buy his own frickin' barrel. Yeah. I know, I know. He's got
0: tags for you right now. Fuck him. It'd be fun. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do here, fam. We got a lot of stories. They're, they're going to be short stories, like those five-minute mysteries. You know what I'm saying? Real nice. Real slick. Real quick. Uh, but we all got to give a title to these stories. That's what I told the team. Some of these titles are as good, if not better, than the stories. So the title of my first story is Parking Lot Blues. Those of you who've been leaders in the military, especially the Army, you've seen your soldiers doing some real dumbass shit. And uh, every now and then, something just happens right before your eyes. It's not even on the blotter. It's just boom, right there, all up in your business. It's no shit there I was. It's after PT formation, final formation for PT. It's at my first unit, walking down the fucking sidewalk, I'm out of my own business. All of a sudden, I hear the screeching of tires, a horn, and a big fucking crash. And I I look to my left, and lo and behold, there's uh, probably like a 06, 07 fucking shit stang integrated with an oak tree at the edge of the parking lot. (laughs) So we run over to the car. In it is one of my privates. Looking shocked as hell. He opens the fucking door. Three cans of whipped cream fall out. Oh, <laughs> shut up! Shut up. Well,
4: what time dead. is this again? Seriously, Dude,
0: like seven thirty in the fucking morning. Yo, that no. guy fucks with the lights on. <laughs> yeah, no, he does, man. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and he's guess- like, oh, oh, sir, I. I didn't know what happened, and I looked down at the whipped cream. And I'm like, I think I know what happened. What the fuck, man? <laughs> fucking took
2: it out of Steve-O, dude. That's jackass, yeah, right there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So he he claims he claims this is the best part. Oh, fuck. he says he's got a party later that evening. He was gonna make a cake for later that afternoon. He got in his car. One of those fucking cans got lodged underneath his brake. He went to hit the gas to pull out of the parking space. And he just fucking launched that shit right into that oak tree. He did like 40 miles an hour across the fucking dinky ass parking lot. And this is a Mustang, right? So the whole world fucking heard it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. We're like, here's the deal, homie. Appreciate your storytelling. You know, that's some like Winnie the Pooh fucking level narration. But you're fucked. <laughs> so, Man. He's, yeah. he's
1: Elon Musk before Elon Musk
0: was the thing. Yeah, he's, dude, he's he was trying to get to, get to Mars real right real in that quick. fucking
1: parking lot. <laughs> that Mustang was taking him there. Yeah,
0: yeah, Jeez. dude. And it sucked, too, because he was actually like a pretty decent kid, but maybe he just, I don't know, watched too many gangster movies and want to bang some whippets in the parking lot, and it banged him.
3: Ouch. <laughs> and guess and we're that throwing that. It's my first story. I guess we're throwing that explicit Which? label right on there real early on this podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're going to be swearing a lot. we <laughs> going to be talking about juice. drugs. <laughs> there's going to be kidnapping. There's going to be poop. <laughs> some fucking iguanas. And it's, man, getting uh, it's getting let real. Let me get
1: to those iguanas, man.
0: <laughs> Please do. Take it away.
1: Luckily, it was only one, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every now and then, you see a pack of them, and it's real trouble. Especially if you see them in the
1: northeast, thing. man. If you see iguanas in the northeast, it's not going to be a good time. So, there I was. My buddy and I were... Were the response that day. So we're carrying around this big ass radio and we get a call. And This is in Boston, mind you. We get a call that there's two people unconscious on our federal property. And I was like, all right, shit. So we go over there and sure enough, one dude is ODing hard. The chick that's with him, girlfriend or wife or whatever that's going on, she's in and out of consciousness. I'm like, okay, all right.
0: Baby's mama's mama's.
1: Baby's mama's mama's. So before I do anything, I call it in. I'm like, this this dude's not breathing right. You know, he's shallow breaths, very far spaced apart. I'm like, this guy's, you know, overdosing. So I call it in and I request medical. I say I got two people unconscious and unresponsive, requesting medical possible overdose. So this dude who is the area commander, right? So he's beyond levels above me. He gets on the on the horn, and goes, "Hey," uh, says my call sign. Can you advise? Are are they uh, unconscious or are they just sleeping? And for some reason that day, I just saw red instantly, and I hand the the radio to my buddy because I'm like, I'm going to call this guy a fucking cunt over open air, and I'm going to get like just destroyed for this. So, whatever. I don't respond. I don't even and key up the mic. Board. I'm like, I'm like, whatever. So. <laughs> like right, now, this guy's nice. still not breathing. I gotta, I gotta get him in the recovery position because he's not. You know, I, I'm gonna start a sternum rub and just see if I can get him to come up. So I, I push his shoulders up, and I don't like where I'm at because I'm right in front of him. I'm on the train tracks, but I push his shoulders up, and my buddy, my partner for the day, who I should mention, is like a six foot seven dude from the Gambia. Right, he's straight out of Central Africa. Nice. Got a thick ass accent, and he's he's off to my right. I got him in my peripheral, and I lift this dude up, and I shit you not, there's like a foot and a half, two foot long iguana on his leg, and I've never <laughs> seen this this almost seven foot tall dude scared. Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> but I see him jump three feet in the air, and he just goes, no, 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 man, what do you fuck, no, no, they bite. I'm like, dude, it's not going to bite you, bro. It's just a fucking iguana, man. Back me up here. He's like, no, man, what do you fuck? No, I don't want no putting this. And I was like, oh, well, you you got to fucking part in it now, man. You're here with me. So I start sternum rubbing this dude. Not coming back. Not coming back.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on, hang on. you just leaning over the iguana, sternum rubbing oh, no. <laughs> daddy? Like, what the fuck you do with the iguana? The, that, that chick that was in
1: and out apparently is the iguana whisperer and just just levitates this iguana off this guy's leg and and takes it into her loving care right and uh i'm staring rubbing this dude fucking nothing cops show up ems is still on the way and this lady comes over to me and she's like hey i'm a social worker mind you i'm straddling this homeless dude who's od and i'm trying to get him to wake up and i'm like that's great sister like have a great day, you're a social worker. I appreciate what you yeah, do. Fucking high five. <laughs> and she like almost like to call me a dipshit. She was like, No, I, I have Narcan. I was, I was, like, say, right. she I was like Narcan. I was like, bro, then hit him yeah, with that. Yeah. Like he, I was like, I can't do it. The the do that. They'll find a way to fire me, you know? So she's like, okay, I'll put I'll put the Narcan in, but make sure he doesn't hit me because I'm pregnant. And I was like, all right, well, that's this is this is just how my Tuesday's going. All right, sweet. So Narcan goes in and this dude two seconds later, boom, wide eyed and ready to fight. Whoosh. And he's like, Troosh. and I was like, Hey, like, look, man, my P- my name is this bro. Neil, like I'm, I'm bro. Neil. I hope it's going on for you. I know it's not really today, but <laughs> it's going on for me. So and I was like, Hey, oh, like, look. Right,
5: right before that. Knock hit. hit.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> you almost fucking died, homie.
1: Sorry. And, uh, and he's pissed and he he starts pushing up and pushing up. And I was like, look, man, I just need you to chill. You're not in any legal trouble. I'm just trying to get EMS here. I need you to stay down. I need you to stay down. And he keeps pushing up. And on the third time, I was like, all right, fuck this dude. And I just whack his head off the granite staircase that he's on. And he like took a second to reevaluate his life. And he was like, no, you know what? I think I'm going to stay right here. And I was like, all right, that's wonderful. You know? So sure enough, EMS shows up and uh, he refuses medical treatment. And walks right the fuck off.
0: Nice.
5: Hit him with that. Iguana in hand.
0: Hell
1: yeah. Iguana in hand, brother.
5: God. It so was a saying, roller coaster. No iguanas were hurt during the uh, making of that story. Man,
1: I think the iguana is going to be hurting for life if that's the situation he's being raised in. You know, I I'd, yeah. I'd like to fund some foster parents for this iguana. I don't know yeah. where the me for that is, but I'd pay some money. You
3: just send him down here, man. Uh, we got we got iguana colonies down here in
1: What Alberta. you just gonna you gonna like reintroduce him to the wild? What are you an iguanaologist now?
3: I probably I probably should be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, they, are they biting, we'll are they biting? Are they biting iguana?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, it's, it's a street that. iguana. It's good. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, it, it is a street iguana. You wouldn't want that down there. It might be an invasive species. It'll start True. an iguana gang. It's got all those all <laughs> More <laughs> invasive
3: <laughs> than the invasive iguana species. Like what?
1: Yeah. Honestly, extra two point <laughs> will start running drugs for the cartel.
0: You don't want
3: that. It's like those.
0: Yeah, <sighs> he might.
3: Like those uh, genetic engineered mosquitoes they're trying to introduce down here. I don't even.
0: Yeah, I don't want to hear about that, man. That sounds terrifying. That's,
3: That's how it, 5G, right?
1: COVID, Bill Gates gets us. I don't want that. <laughs> <I> don't <know. laughs> Shut, <That's off>. <laughs> Shut up! Shut <laughs>
3: up!
1: We got genetically
3: engineered oh. mosquitoes, and we got COVID vaccine. Like, I'm just ready for I'm Legend, man. It's coming.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's coming. Me too, dude. Me too. Head up to Bristol, Vermont. Have a good old time.
2: I mean, I got the <sighs> shot, so I'm coming Hell up there yeah. to kill you guys.
0: <laughs> you're gonna turn He's into a in like three weeks. Not the team. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. We love you all. Hey, uh, yeah, you know, thanks for that roller coaster, dude. There was a lot of shit there I didn't see coming. That was fantastic <laughs> day in the life. And uh, yeah, wow, that was awesome. All right, Yeti, Ooh. you're next. What you got? All right, so the title for this one.
2: Is next time I'll do it in the bathroom <laughs> So uh, this one the hashtag, it
3: was n s f w no
2: it was it was yeah, I mean, Joe. Joe being Joe, you always have like you have great Joe's, you have mediocre Joe's, you have shitty Joe's, and then you have Joe's that you're just like, I wish you were swallowed, you know you know what I'm talking about, like how'd you make it this far in life? yeah, I don't, you know, yeah, I kind of yeah. see why you joined the army, but I also see that that recruiter needed needed his numbers to be hit. <clears throat> yeah, so yeah. this guy, he wasn't in my platoon, but like all the platoons enjoyed watching him. So we all, we took it as a company story. <laughs> this kid, he's one of those, he was super overweight. He had, he was like the profile warrior, so they couldn't chapter him. And if he stayed past work, like it's 1702, his wife was already in the hallway to try to yell at his PL platoon sergeant. Used to just leave the door open and we wouldn't watch, dude. Like, and he, oh, those two man. couldn't walk down the hallway side by side.
0: I was just oh. going to say, could she
2: fit in that hallway? No, no. But, like, <laughs> man, like, it was so funny. Anyway, said Joe has to go to an appointment for his son at the uh, family clinic across post. Okay. He gets there early. He's sitting there. It's hot. It's the desert. Windows up. He's just sitting there and he's like, you know what? I think I am horny right now. (laughs) Said Joe starts fucking beating his meat in the family clinic parking lot. He'd even go behind like a dumpster park somewhere. Dude, he's just, you know, he's parked between cars. I guess he was like all right this is good boys let's let me let me whip it out and rub it I out rub one out so i guess he was so tunnel vision i guess he was about to hit climax you know like so that's when he's like no, everything's worth it at this point <laughs> a female e7 is parked right next to him <laughs> oh he comes walking by looks down and gives him a hand goes Gets goes oh. berserk, <laughs> like goes <laughs> berserk. Breaks his fucking
0: window, <laughs>
2: and, and <laughs> he, you know, his dick's still out, right? Mind you, just now it's it's still out. And he's like, I'm trying to adjust it. I'm trying to adjust it. <laughs> and she's yelling at him because no, she came back to tell the story. <sighs> she she made sure he he was escorted all the way back, right? So he gets brought back by her, and she tells the platoon sergeant and pl, company commander, of the first starts the story. Oh, me. Me, the other PL, the other platoon sergeant, we were dying. We, it's hysterical. Like, we think it's so funny. So then afterwards, like, they're like, well, we're going to article 15 this kid. The platoon sergeant of said Joe is talking to him. He's like, dude, like, what is, like, you're you're fucking stupid, blah, blah, blah. You know, all that. But, like, hey, if it is really that bad, like, you have to do it. Just go to the bathroom. Go in a stall. Like, no Cover yourself, right? He's like, okay. Goes into his Article 15 hearing. And then he's getting his Article 15, blah, blah, blah. Then a couple of commanders like, you got anything to say? And he's like, sir, next time I have the urge to masturbate, I'll do it in the bathroom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's a life lesson.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Commander starts dying. <laughs> he's just like, I what is, what is going? He's like, did oh. you really just say this? Oh. And, then, like, <laughs> and all of us are just like, no. I'm, I'm dying. I thought it was funny because he kept like, he's like, yeah, I wasn't adjusting myself. I just, I just, uh, I just had the urge.
1: <laughs> had some frustrations. Yeah, that uh, that's not clarity for sure. Yo, oh and, Jesus.
2: So we never no one asked and we never got to the bottom of the story if he did get his nut but <laughs> so he might have got blue balls but like I'm just like oh, I, I, insult to injury that that female NCO how she was explaining it because she like she even laughed because she was like it was so hard once he was like I'm trying to adjust it I'm trying to adjust it and, he, and she's like his fear on his face <laughs> oh
4: shit dude
2: <laughs> oh dude uh. it was God, wow. Joe,
0: it's, it. Joe always gives you a story, dude. Yeah. God, that's wild, dude. Oh, and keep in mind, too, for our listeners, apart from stories that we ourselves are a part of, that we're going to tell, we haven't heard any of these either. Like, these are, like, fresh, hot off the press, <laughs> fucking reality. So, all these reactions, genuine.
3: Yeah, all we've got is the title. Nobody... We, all we, that's all we got
0: that's <laughs> it. it's all so so we need <laughs> <laughs> i mean I, speaking
1: <laughs> speaking of titles man <laughs> Do, dr doubtfire what the hell's going <laughs> on with that bro <laughs> oh
3: Dude. shit man oh my gosh okay so what's up everybody this is da vinci um dr doubtfire dumbest medic in stan as the title of my first story today uh, i agree with that story time It's, it's one of those moments where, like, you meet a new, for those of you've been deployed or, even just met someone who's a total idiot. You just kind of know, like, when you meet them, you're like, you don't live on this planet.
0: Yeah, yeah, they got a vibe. Yeah, right.
3: I don't know if it's something in their eyes or.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like you just,
3: I I don't, I don't know if it's quite as bad as Joe. I'm sorry. You, You wish they should have been swallowed, but. Like it's just one of those moments where you're like, oh my gosh! So we got this, we got this gal. She's a lieutenant colonel, army type.
0: Yeah, from the SMU. If you know, you know. Yeah,
3: if you know, you know.
0: Uh-huh.
3: And it's one of those times where you wish that the army did a little bit of uh, <laughs> work when it comes to bringing in professionals. You know, I understand. How it works, you know, we've got to bring in lawyers, we've got to bring in doctors, you know, and you give them colonel, lieutenant colonel, major, you know, depending on their professional development, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, apparently this chick straight off the street knows nothing about the military, doesn't know how to put on a uniform, doesn't know how to freaking hold her weapons, nothing. She shows up at our little fob and we're like, what the fuck are you doing here?
0: We didn't even have you? a
3: fob. I'm, yeah, I mean, we had a building, <laughs>
0: <laughs> a compound, yeah,
3: tiny little uh, compound.
0: And we're like, who, who
3: sent this bitch? You know, like who was the commander was like, who said, do "Oh, we've problem. got this deployment. Let's send this one." You know. Anyway, she shows up within what do you think minus uh, five days? They ganked her M4. They were like, "No." Nope. Yeah,
0: we took her rifle away. <laughs> yeah,
3: shut the fuck up.
0: No, no, I'm serious. She's flagging I everybody.
3: Like,
2: was she just like, "Dude,
3: no, look how cool it looks." No, Dude. she.
0: No, here's what happened. So, well, there's one of the things that happened, and Da Vinci's yeah. got the rest. But no, it's I it's going to be I, a
3: tag team story on this one because Midas and I, we suffered through this. uh I'm all about disaster together. <laughs>
0: Hey, dude, it, it was so bad, man. Like, I, I pulled up one day. I, I went on from of our compound. We were driving around. And I went on to the Afghan compound. And uh, I see her walking along the fucking sidewalk. And in one hand, she's dragging her uh, assault pack just with her helmet on. I don't know where her fucking kit was. And she had an issued IOTV. In the other hand, she's dragging her M4, like, barrel off the ground, just down the fucking sidewalk. There's Afghan commandos all over the place. Like, you know, fucking green on blue heaven. And she's just dragging that shit along. Just making that fucking scraping sound. You know what I'm saying? Sound like a fucking razor scooter. Just like going down the fucking sidewalk. <laughs> I know. And I was just stopped the truck. I was like, ma'am, get in. She's like, what? I was like, get in my fucking truck, ma'am. <laughs> so I like extracted her from the fucking public view. I was like you look tired let me give you a ride (laughs) and yeah and then we're like you we gotta do something this ain't right dude she's literally gonna get that thing ganked by like an eight-year-old fucking afghan kid it's gonna go south real quick anyhow sorry bro that was one of the things that led to it you got more no that's
3: like so that's what led to her losing her m4 within the first week of being in country country yeah
0: it was like, did you right. question it, or was she like, okay. "No, I
3: don't think so." I no, mean, no. she was a
0: little pissed. No, but- so it took about two months, Yeti, and then she came to me. <laughs> She's like, "I think it's time for me to have my rifle back." Yeah, I was like, "I think I, no, grew ma'am, up. it ain't time." <laughs> 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 I don't think so. Yeah, I beg, I beg the differ. She's like, difference. "I've been outside the wire multiple times." I'm like, "Ma'am, you were getting escorted by like GCPSU. You had like fucking thirty Norwegian commandos around you. It was different." Oh Jesus! You had UAV, you had Apache nearby. Yeah, man, you're not outside the wire.
3: <laughs> oh,
4: Jesus. I'm
2: and sorry. I
3: think probably the the icing on the cake for this one. You know, she thinks she's doing all this outside the wire stuff, like Midas is talking about. She's doing this, she's doing that, and she thinks she's just doing good for the Afghan people. You know, that's what she's there to do. She's like Mother Teresa, but without the the brains. You know, and <laughs> She just the out there, power. or the healing power, <laughs>
0: yeah. or the aura that Mother Teresa
3: had, right? Or the sainthood, you know, none of that. Yeah, and all that shit. So we're taking her. I don't know. Midas. I'm not sure if you were in this old. So we're driving her over
0: to like the main compound, and I think I flicked that booger right on your back, you, brother. Yeah, I don't, okay. <laughs> I don't so think he he were like, I'm done with this. So we got like a
3: two vehicle convoy and we are just driving from like our our area over to like the turk controlled base that we were at that we were close by and the turks are like turks if you've had any interaction with them you know
0: they um, suck
3: they kind of suck a little bit but you know they're just going to say it right now we had we had hat we what we had happened was <laughs> we had some green on blue incidents recently and they were a little skittish you know they there was a little bit of you know jump on the bump so everybody had to clear everything as soon as you get up to the gate right so this bitch gets out of the car
0: not me <laughs>
3: <laughs> obviously she does not have an m4 so everybody else is cleaning their m4s on one side of the vehicle she's on the other side by herself with one turk like basically babysitting her. And, you know, you, you to clear your weapon, you put it in the clearing barrel, you drop your mag, you clear the barrel, blah, blah, blah. She does not drop the mag. She racks the slide, oh, no. clears around, and then, like, if you can picture if you're holding the gun in your right hand, she picks it, she, like, turns it to look inside the chamber, and she's finger on the trigger pointing this shit right at the Turk guard. Like... And then oh. tries to rack another one. And he's I thought he was gonna tackle her. I, I was like, she's gone pavement first, curb stomp. I wish he would've like American history X style, bite the bite the fucking curb. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: on this God. old ass lady.
3: And we if we could have, we would have pulled her, we would have pulled her M9. But in the environment we yeah. were in, you can't you you couldn't do that. But that was like the, the icing on the yeah. cake, like she just kept racking it. It was like three rounds are flying out of this thing. And she just oh, dropped the bag. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? Where She's are all these rounds right coming the
0: from?
3: <laughs> Where? I don't look understand. Look at all these bullets. Are they stuck oh, in the, geez. are they stuck in the barrel? I don't understand.
5: Like, yeah, he should have just given her a rubber area, yeah, a wooden pistol, like in the other guys. Right? You know, he probably could have convinced her that you know, she should have her first desk pop and just a little her.
3: rubber ducky. Yeah. yeah, just a little rubber ducky. But
0: that oh, was like they, about they put fire. some linseed oil on there. I should thank them.
3: Oh my gosh! And I can't believe that she uh, she survived through that whole tour. But
0: dude, there was there was a lot of. I wrote a I wrote a four page letter to the fucking commander of Sejodif basically how she was literally going to get somebody fucking clapped like in a bad way. Like we all did all of us. Like right after you left, Vinci, like we all wrote that shit. Cause it was bad. <laughs> it was so bad. It was like number one liability. Oh, you know, like dude, like not, sure. not even like somebody like that, dude. Like it would have been such an easy kidnapping for fucking anybody who was ISIS sympathizer, Taliban sympathizer. And we had them all around us. Right. That shit came out multiple times. Right. And like it would have been so fucking easy, dude. American Lieutenant Colonel kidnapped. Can you fucking believe that shit? Bo right. Bergdahl ain't shit. You got a Lieutenant Colonel kidnapped. Whoo! So, yeah, yeah,
5: like we laugh about it. It's funny, but it's not really fucking funny.
0: It, it could, could probably have been accidentally so much worse.
5: escape. So you know, and then she'd get this heroic story about accidentally escaping the Taliban. They probably
0: would have convinced them all to fucking kill themselves just by spending too much time with her. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know some of our guys were close, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. All right. That's all oh, I got man. on Dr. I forgot Downfire. all about her.
0: Oh, Thanks for yeah. bringing that up, dude. That was good. Yeah. Damn. Like Dr. Downfire down down. strikes again. <laughs> Clearing barrel troubles. Jeez.
1: Man. I, I, going from a downrange story, I hope just by the title of this one, this next ballad, if you will, is in <laughs> stateside at least. This mm-hmm. is the ballad of d-bag discharge and a bag full of dildos man irish that's some good <laughs> alliteration store, first, first of, all. of all i gotta yeah, I, I gotta give you yeah. oh my had a discharge I, I, and
5: dildos. I had, to, I had to play with this title a few, a few times i mean it's, this is a roller coaster story you know it just it's, it's rolls off your tongue
0: yeah, There's yeah i
3: played with something in that title i just don't know which oh part man. of it you played with man it,
0: Hey man, the, the, have, the the, dildo's is writing off the thing. tongue. I'm, I'm questioning, it, dude. <laughs> when you combine it with discharge and D-bag, it's perfect. <laughs> I, I had to find
4: the three D's,
5: the, the triple the big, D, the big D's for Joe. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Joe stories. You, you can pick anything for a Joe story these days. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah.
4: yeah.
5: So I, I got to set the the theater for you. Right, this is my only story, so it's gonna be a little bit longer, but I promise we'll get full circle on this. So just remember the three D's of this story. Okay. okay. D bag, discharge bag full dildos. All right. So I'm a young Lieutenant, right. About to, about to deploy, but but the 90 days prior to my, my first tour over in Afghanistan, I was rear detachment commander. while I'd say about 50% of our company was forward in Korea. It's myself, my first Sergeant. He's about to go to Sergeant Major Academy. So he didn't go forward either. And we're just chilling. You know, I'm a, is me and him in 100, 100 joes, right? I'll so go get his lobotomy. Yeah, a, a junior first lieutenant, a senior first sergeant, a hundred joes. Obviously, we're having a great time. I think in my rear D time, you know, I did probably I started about thirteen discharges, and I I finished another twelve that my crit commander started before he left. I had all the good ones, right? These are the premier joes that you want in your company that are sitting back. Doing those really, really good green cycle taskers, right? Or red cycle taskers. Leave the
2: best behind.
5: The best behind with <laughs> yeah, royalty.
0: in case America gets attacked.
5: <laughs> so, so there I was enjoying my beautiful Monday morning in the motor pool, because as any lieutenant knows, Monday mornings in the motor pool is the greatest time in the world. And I get this one of my I had a crop of like thirteen or fourteen AIT soldiers that came in all at the same time, right? So they're brand new; they're getting used to it. And I got like two or three that roll over to me and say, hey, sir, can I chat for a minute? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. Like, what, what, the, what do you need? It's like, Monday morning. I have all of my XO really duties enough. to do, I have all my commander duties to do, and I have all the PL duties to do for three company, three platoons that are here. What the hell do you need? And they're like, yeah, so we found so-and-so's ID on, on the ground. I'm like, well, why don't you just give it back to him? They're like, well, he scratched it out on the back so he can make it look like he's 21 years old. And I'm like, this is how we're gonna start Monday. Really? Nice. <laughs> like, all right, well, you know, we can, like, who is it? So I look it down and this is our primo soldier, right? This is the, the top notch. This kid's going places troop, right? I, I was about to say, I respect it. I respect the hustle till you said that. Primo, top notch. Like, this is the guy you know is going places, right? So he came to us two weeks earlier, you know, from AIT with this crop. He takes the PT test of the mall, straight BHS, right? You know, bleeding heart syndrome, All day long he runs past the defect i mean Midas knows that they're running route from from those areas on on eustace but you run down past the d you smell the bacon you run back past the defect oh, it's, it's torture two mile torture. run it is the torturous run in the world he yep. can't even make it to the first round of bacon and he is walking oh, walking oh, walking dear. walking like straight up you know bleeding heart syndrome all day long so needless to say he's already failed two pt tests in his first two weeks there so i already got some paperwork going on you know failure to uh to meet the standard Better right? to adapt Boom. coming out of AIT. You got six months. Yep. Whack, whack. You're you gone kid. Right. So obviously, you know, this is a stellar troop. So now I'm thinking, I'm like, man, like why did these dudes just went through AIT with them? Like, why are they bringing this idea up to us? And they're, you know, so I'm chatting with them and they're like, yep. He's also got a six pack of beer in his room. Cause he's in an over 21 barracks. I'm like, all right, first sergeant, you got to get over here quick. Like, I'm not going to regurgitate this story. How right. Hell? So, you know, he's like, he's." over 20 you know, pretend to be over 21 blase blase all right cool so we shoot back to the company we, we call him up and you know he's doing whatever he's 18 year old kid you know he's not 21 at all so you know we start the he's conversation not what
2: the <laughs> well
5: at this point like, i didn't give a crap like i'm already having a bad day and i am about to hit my battalion commander up with this bad news story again so i, I know i'm about to have a bad day too so i'm chatting with them am like all right so you got where are you living over here, Are you over 21? No. Like, why is your ID scratched off to say that you're you're tw- you're 22 years old? Ah. Well, uh, well, I don't know. I'm like, do you have booze in your room? Yes. All right, go get, you know, first art, go get a squared away, blah, blah, blah. They, they go take off and do their whole thing. So now I'm I'm thinking, I'm, I'm fusing. I'm, this is just boiling inside me. I'm like, all right, cool. We're gonna read him his rights and do all that stuff. We're gonna start the article 15. I'm gonna take this with the other thing. We're gonna get him the hell out of the company. This is another notch in my belt. You know, we're, we're processing another one out. This is quick, easy yeah. to the point.
0: He doesn't right? sound like one of those guys that you kind of smooth things over for, you
5: know? Right. So, you know, I got his ID still, so he can't go anywhere. <laughs> you know, I'm about to about to call him in. And, uh, you know, I get a, a call that he got pulled over by the MPs. And, uh, oh, by the way, he's driving without insurance on his truck. I'm like, you got to be kidding me right now. Right? So... I'm like, hey, dude, like get him car insurance and then get his ass over to, you know, the company. Get his ass over to Geico, right? Now. So so 20 minutes later, I get a phone call from his, his platoon star, and He goes, yeah, so he just called USA and they said it would cost two grand to even get him insurance. I'm like, yeah. two grand to get him insurance? I'm like, what the hell is going on with this kid? So at this point, like, I'm like, just get him up here. I don't care. We need to start these proceedings because I need to get this filed and pushed. We're getting rid of him, Right. Not our problem, we're out. Mm-hmm. So we start chatting up, you know, with, with this this young young buck. It's myself, my first sergeant on one side of the table, his platoon sergeant's on the backside, and he's just staring at us, right? So I'm like, yeah, so you know, what were you thinking? He's like, Well, you know, I just wanted to pick up girls. I was like, so you gotta be 21 to pick up girls? He's like, Well, you know, I wanted to, you know, go to the bar and pick up chicks at the bar. I'm like, so you're an alcoholic? He's like, Well, no. I was like, but you, you needed a 21 ID to go buy alcohol. Obviously, you're an alcoholic, right? He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, I, j- I just thought that, you know, like I, I didn't mean to, blah, 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 I'm like, all right, cool. I was like, but how come on your packet coming out of AIT, all your PT tests say you're 21? Boom. My best friend is the AIT platoon, uh, XO over there. I called him up beforehand. I'm like, hey, send me his records, right? He's been lying on his PFTs at AIT that he was 21 plus. That's how he got into the barracks room of 21 plus when he got out of AIT, right? So mm. now he's like, well, you know, I'm like, Hey dude, lying on federal, you know, you're adjusting some federal documentation, blase, blase, you know, read him his rights and he is pissed, right? He, he's Wait, is he shaking? Is he he's just shaking. like, like, Oh God, what's going on? I'm like, you know, <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I just want to understand, like, cause at this point, like I just don't understand what the hell is going on. What did I just walk into? I'm like, explain to me what your thought process is here you know, what are you going to do when I discharge you from the military? Because I'm going to do it. And he's like, well, you know, I'm going to go back to my hometown and become a firefighter. I was like, stop right there, buddy. It's like So I get you a dishonorable discharge for falsifying government paperwork, falsifying government ID. And you think that on your dishonorable discharge, you're going to become a firefighter at your local you know, fire department?
0: Firefighter oh, of the year, guaranteed.
5: Oh, uh, okay. Right. So- he gets going, I started paperwork. I pass it to my commander because he just got back. I shoot over deployment. Fast forward, you're like, all right, so there's the D bag part. I got that. Discharge started. Come back on R. Gotta do my DA photo, right? Got to get ready for, you know, my promotion board, all that stuff. So my first day off, you know, when I get on R and just shoot over real quick, get a DA photo, pop over, say what's up to the commander, and, and you know, kind of see what happened on the back end of this because I knew more stuff was gonna pop up, right? And as I walk in the company, Joe's there. I'm like Joe's still here. It's been seven and a half months. What the hell happened? Like this is in the bag. We were getting rid of him. Yeah. So I pop in there, and I talk to the team sergeant. He goes, "Oh, dude, it's gotten better. He's about to get hemmed up for uh um for for you know pretending to be other people." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Credit card fraud, dude. He's been ripping people off on credit card." Shut MPs, up. MPs, are here. MPs about to Shut you know. Up. MPs are watching right now. They're probably going to pick him up here soon. We're like. Dude, this is getting better and better. I'm like, all right, cool, man. Like, how come we didn't discharge him? <laughs> he's like, the the battalion commander gave him a second chance. I was like, God. Of why do they always do that shit? Why would, like, why would I you hate when they do your that. You
0: fucking just... commander. Like, well, all I know is fuck.
5: this kid ran the other way as fast as possible when he saw me pop back. He's like, yes, kid. You know, he's like, probably thought I was gone forever, and he's get you know, skate off off free, right? So I go off do my own thing, finish my. My other uh, my twelve month deployment, and I come back and I'm like, dude, kid's gone, right? I'm like, he got discharged. This is amazing. So I go in to go chat with the platoon sergeant. And he's like, no, dude, he got even better. I'm like, what's like, what happened? He goes, well, you know, the MPs went and picked him up, released him back to the company, and he just ghosted. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, he went AWOL. <laughs> What do you mean uh, when I was like, he's like 30 day discharge after 30 days, we just expedited that shit out there and got rid of him. Yeah. I was like, nice. Now at this point you're probably thinking like, where'd the bag of dildos come from, right? So I'm, if I'm any very of you, much
0: wondering that, yes. If
5: any of you guys know what happens when you expedite a discharge for an AWOL soldier, you got to do an inventory of their room. That must have been terrible. Oh, no. It was oh, no. glorious apparently. <laughs> so <laughs> just, just to put it in perspective for y'all. Think of your, your suitcase you use for a carry-on. Then think of the suitcase you use when you're going on a nice trip overseas, right? Check bag carry, like not a carry-on, check bag size.
4: Yeah, yeah.
5: Platoon sergeant and the new PL goes, come check this out, right? So I roll up with them. We roll into like this evidence locker that we, we got going on for this guy, right? So all his stuff's in there because you gotta hold on to it for X amount of days before you release it. And they pull out this massive suitcase and they unzip the suitcase. And it literally filled to the gills with the most ridiculous amount of dildos I've ever seen in my life.
1: <laughs> Man <laughs> had a cache of dildos. He was, he was well, a traveling yeah.
5: salesman. I'm like, holy crap. Like, Better where? Than
1: Tupperware. These were <laughs> apparently all
5: over all over his room, right? So not only is he like stealing people's identities, pretend to be 21, but he's like, got. A- like you said, closet dildo salesman. I mean, maybe he's got like the black market ring of dildos in the- yeah, he might yes, have to just figure
3: it out. out. He's like the no, Jeff yeah. Bezos, he's probably making big bucks. He's like yeah. the
5: Jeff Bezos of dildos. So, yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Le- hey, legit. Maybe
2: every every day, every day of the whole year, he has a different one he uses personally. Not gonna judge him, but you know, whatever he's into.
5: Well, my my first thought was like, who who inventoried his room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's But I hope I hope they were wearing gloves. <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah, so and oh, mind god. you, this is like the guy went AWOL like a month after I came out on our. So there's like another four and a half months, you know, where they pulled inventory of this guy's room. So these these dildos sat there for a good year before oh, they were allowed oh, to they get rid of, um, questions. Oh. Sat in questions, speed, huh? Yes. Oh, did they smell
2: like fresh like silicone or did they
5: seem used? I Decided not to get close enough to figure that out. Smart <laughs> man. Smart man. Uh, Smart man. Oh, I'm just curious, Smart man. man. <laughs> just sitting in the bag?
2: Like, you might have, you should have put some Purell on,
5: dude. But, but from what I understand from the, you know, the platoon, platoon sergeant's a straight shooter, and, you know, they made sure they wore gloves when they even grabbed the suitcase. So I'm sure that they were fermenting pretty well. Smart man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm talking like, like, there were some, like, good two and a half foot long, double sided ones in there. Like, this is not just like the standard, you know, That's some very hard work.
2: That, that reminded me this of another joke after, story. Right? That could be for another video. Yeah. I have to be before.
0: <laughs> I think I think we're going to have a couple series in this. Uh, That's yeah, a good series to have. You know, it's like a fun... Yeah.
2: Once a season? Yeah, or maybe. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think be once a, a season. season. Hey, if you're listening, let us know if you like it.
5: D- yeah, d- this yeah. What, this yeah is let us know if you like it. Four year, year and a quarter. year and a quarter to find the man. You're in a, he, the now, guy's still, he, out there. still out there. You don't know? Damn, he, he, I was he, hoping
1: uh, to get some closure. I'm not going to be able to well, sleep tonight. Well, he's there, he's there, probably there, stolen someone, someone else's
5: identity as, some, as a career firefighter. There were fire some fighting. sightings. You know, it's like the Sasquatch sighting down in Virginia Beach. So
2: We he's saw him walking over there with a dildo in his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: We're getting uh, taken off the
1: platform tonight. Yeah,
5: crushing it, crushing it
2: oh Jesus, what? Yeah. What you? Whatever you're into, I don't judge.
5: Yeah, I mean, hey, Stealing it is, and, man. Stealing ideas and slamming some dildos. You know, maybe that's why I need. No, steal, not the new 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 i mean? the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, cards. I don't he, he didn't. He couldn't afford it, and he needed more. Yeah, i mean it, it's a thing. That's it's my just, it's I'll an give him Addiction, can It's a disease. Yeah, really is. Yeah, crippling.
0: Wow, man, that was
1: that was some next level stupidity but I think we're going to get into some more stupidity with uh, Da Vinci on the next one.
3: Yeah, man. What do we got? All right. So I got a lot of respect for Sergeant majors. Okay. Massive respect. First experience with Sergeant majors. Obviously I'm an air force nerd, so don't deal with Sergeant majors very much, but I show up to the stand and meet the Sergeant major. And I'm like, what is a sergeant major? Cause I'm an air force nerd. So I don't really know. So I'm like Googling <laughs> it. I'm like trying to do some research and I'm like, Oh yeah. I remember that from like band of brothers and you know, that kind of shit. And I'm thinking, okay, sergeant major dude, respect. They command the, the, the respect of all the troops and blah, 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 blah. blah. Yeah. Yeah. And then this guy starts talking about TV and massive respect to him. Like, We ended up getting the guy that was previously in my spot was kind of a jackass, so he had no respect for my position. I had to earn that, which is fine. You know, you you have to earn that respect. Yeah. Yeah. When you come in and replace somebody that was a total dipshit. Um, but I did that. We ended up having a pretty good working relationship. But then one day the sergeant major he comes to me and he's like, Go cap. I think we need some more TVs for the job. Like we need, we need some more TVs for our joint operations center. And I'm like, that wall does not fit any more TVs on it. Like, where are you going (laughs) to put those? Like, what are you talking about? We're all screened out dog. We just need some smart TVs. I'm like, okay. I mean, it's Afghanistan, but we've been here for 20 years. So we basically have Amazon. Um, yeah, I think I could probably do that. You want to spend some money on it? Sure. I'm your guy. I'll buy you some TVs, whatever. And I'm sure Midas will jump in uh, because this is also another joint story that we shared together uh, for, uh, <sighs> yeah, it was a, it was, it's it was wonderful, wonderful time. It's a wonderful life basically over there. And uh, I'm sure he'll jump in with a few anecdotes, but I'm like, all right, man, I'll buy you some TVs, whatever he wants big ass TVs. He doesn't want like you know 50 inches. We're looking at like 75, 80 inch, you know, similar to the dildos that were found in some, yeah. some bag. Was he trying to watch some dildo stuff on there? What's <laughs> going on, <laughs>
0: so well goes, Hey man, any star major needs to see 30 drone strikes simultaneously. Right? Right? You need a big fucking TV.
3: Classic dude. Big Classic. TV. So I go and you know, go to the market, find some TVs, get the low bid. I'm like, all right, these TVs meet our specs. We'll get them inspected by our com guys. Make sure there's no little cameras in there or whatever from China because all the cameras, they come from China. You know, and we just gotta we got to keep an eye on that. So, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just doing our due diligence. We get these TVs. They're like, all right, they'll be there in a couple of weeks. So I kind of, at that point, my job is done. I've bought the TVs. I hand it over to the J4. I'm like, all right, you guys are the loggies. Get them in there. These TVs are paid for, bought and paid for. As soon as we get them, you send me the acceptance, and I'll send the contract the money. You know, no big deal. There was a
0: slight problem with that plan. <laughs>
3: Tiny little problem.
0: One, it's Afghanistan. Two, really? the J four was another Air Force guy, and I learned this. J 4s in the Air Force. I think that they just kind of like do cargo manifests. You know, it was out Pretty of his good. wheelhouse. It was a little funky. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. So then, a couple weeks later, fucking star major decides to move the big ass briefing table out of the old, I don't know, command fucking suite briefing room into the. Current jock to move things. So then he created his own emergency where he needed the fucking TVs yesterday because now the table had moved. Right. This is serious fucking business because they moved the table. (laughs) So we need the table,
3: and we need the TVs right now. I'm like, you move the table, man. He's like, just wait until the TVs come. What are you doing? Back in my unit, <laughs> oh, yeah. I would
0: take a <laughs> duffel bag of cash, I'd catch a rotator back to Tennessee, oh, and I'd go into a fucking Best Buy and I'd get some fucking Joes to carry those fucking things on my aircraft and I'd rotate back to Afghanistan and I'd walk those motherfuckers running this jock myself. That's what he said.
3: Dude like, straight well, up straight up said that shit to me. Saint
0: your old unit. And I was like but In order to stop your fucking bitching, I will figure this shit out for you, Sent
3: right? Major. I was like Sergeant Major, this is not two thousand two. Okay, we've been here for almost twenty years. You can't just roll yeah, back and go to, to Home Depot or yeah. Best Buy or yeah. whatever the fuck you want with a. Dump yeah, bag. He probably he
2: probably, already, he probably took home AKMs back in the day too. <laughs> Sorry, we can't do that
0: anymore, <laughs> <Right? my God. laughs> Yeah, dude, we don't we don't have anyone's heads and coolers, man. We're just fucking trying <laughs> to get some TVs. Seriously. All right. <sighs> yeah. So then, uh, Da Vinci, I. They call him up. I'm like, dude, we got to fucking figure this out. Sergeant so Major's about to throw a goddamn tizzy. What's up with these fucking TVs, dog? He's like, okay, let me call Habibi or whatever the fuck his name was. So they call us Habibi or whatever the fuck his name was. And the guy's like, okay, Mista, I bring them today. And we're like, okay, cool. What time? He tells us the time. I'm like, all right, dog. I'm going to, I was like, I'm just going to pick you up, da Vinci. We're just going to go do this damn thing. He'll meet us at the fucking Afghan gate. It'll be fine.
3: No, you did not tell me beforehand.
0: Well, all right, yeah, sorry. I, I told myself that. You, yeah, you were like,
3: all right, me and Da Vinci, are we going to go pick these things up? I had no no knowledge, no prior knowledge of this chindig that was about to go down.
0: I basically kidnapped Da Vinci <laughs> on a highly unsanctioned, uh, unapproved little escapade. So anyhow... Hey, in my defense, I half mad. I half knew what was going on. I, I, no, you're I'm right. Mad, you're right. Huh? But in my defense, the guy said he was at the gate. So I'm like, oh, he's at our gate. I go to our gate. At this, this point, I got Da Vinci. I got my tarp in the back seat. We're driving our fucking Land Cruiser. I, I had Da Vinci kit up just in case. You know, I was like, fuck, man. I don't know how weird this could get. We'll figure it out. So I go to the gate. Habibi's not there. He's fucking nowhere to be seen. I start talking to our, our, our gate guards, the Afghans. I'm like, hey, dudes. You see any TVs? Like no, no TVs. Like okay, so we go down to the next gate, and uh, no, nope, no fucking TVs. So we go down to the next gate, no fucking TVs, and then we we end up figuring out that this dude is stopped like out in Kabul somewhere, and I'm like, all right, Da Vinci, I'm like, welcome here's, to the here's army Here's what bitch. we're gonna do, brother. <laughs> here's what we're gonna do, brother. We're gonna get these fucking TVs, and he's just like. Uh, or so we're going to the the other gate. I'm like, yeah, sure, we're going to the other gate. Yeah, and then I, you, I just I, I start driving. I'm an Air Force
3: guy. This is my first experience with anything like this, so I'm it's definitely a tight butthole moment. Midas, please continue.
0: <laughs> I'm having a grand old time. I'm driving the truck, fucking smiling and shit, and I'm like, man at <laughs> full well knowing that once you step outside that perimeter, you need a fucking general's approval letter just to fucking go out in a cobble. And, uh, I didn't see any generals around, so I, uh, kept driving and then we go outside the
3: gate. Needless to say, and, you didn't uh, get the letter.
0: Oh. Yeah. At one point I, I had to piss cause I wasn't sure how nasty it was going to get. So I got out and I went over to an Afghan porta potty It was one of the most horrific things I've ever seen or smelled. He's squatty uh, so anyhow do do squatty? Just, no dude I, I just pissed man i just <laughs> fucking pissed there was literally i bet my miles Joe was in there shit. for
3: his next time
0: yeah he probably was <laughs> <laughs> yeah he might have been dude it was like 100 degrees in that thing there was shit piled up out of the fucking toilet seat it was raunchy so anyhow i got back in the car and then uh I was like, all right, we'll, we'll go to the we'll go to the next little spot. So we start just driving down the road because I know the Afghans have a A A checkpoint up the road. And sure enough, I see fucking Habibi up there with his truck, fucking TVs chilling there, just boxed up,
3: big old flatbed, like four <laughs> big seventy-five flatbed, big inch old. TVs, like that's. Oh yeah,
0: he was loaded up. Oh yeah, he and was. he's fucking fighting with the goddamn gate guard, <laughs> and I'm like, oh fucking shit. So we drive up. And uh we stop the truck and I'm kind of telling my my terp what to do. And then uh all of a sudden this fucking guy comes up out of like nowhere out of our blind spot and starts yanking on the fucking door handles of our truck. So at that point we go Sicario. I got my Glock under my thigh and I'm just about ready to I mean so keep in mind I'm in the driver's seat. Dude's yanking on the door behind me with the terp. Da Vinci's sitting there on the right hand side. He's just like wide-eyed as a motherfucker. <laughs> he's got his beretta out. And I'm like, oh no, no, you didn't yet. And I was like, get your fucking gun out. And you're yeah, like, I
3: hadn't upgraded yet. It
0: you're like, great. all right, all right. I was like, get your fucking safety off. You got one of the pipe. And he's like, yep. I'm like, okay, cool. Hug it close to your chest. If he does anything fucking weird, I'm gonna unlock the door so you can talk to the terp. If he does anything fucking weird, turp. I'm not going to name him, but I'm like, cover your fucking ears, Da Vinci. Ice that motherfucker. And then <laughs> she's like, oh, oh shit. Okay, okay. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. So I fucking unlock the door. Guy opens the door, starts yelling at my turp, Terp's yelling at him. Fucking weird shit's going on. And, dude, uh, I was so close, man. I was so yeah, glad he, was he, like, he
3: didn't do anything. because He was I about, he's being fucking angsty, dude. Paperwork. Yeah.
0: Homeboy um, almost got pink misted. By two dudes who weren't even supposed to fucking be <laughs> out of the fucking wire that day. We were just trying to get some fucking TVs, man. Star Major's pissed. He wanted some fucking TVs. So we almost had to shoot a guy over those TVs. Uh, we were able to defuse the situation. We got Habibi through the front gate. Um, yeah. And then we, we got stuck at the second gate because they didn't like the fact they let him through the front gate or the first gate. Oh my and then gosh. we we did that all the way back through every single fucking every gate. Every
3: single gate coming back. Why are these TVs yep. here? We don't ne- we 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 we, we, won't, we don't need new TVs. We don't need no TVs. Yeah. Like yes, trying to extort
0: TVs. this guy like five fucking times, like basically trying to get him to like drop a TV off so that they'd let him deliver right. the rest of the TVs. Yeah, exactly. Like By the time he gets to our compound, he's not going to have any fucking TVs left. <laughs> so our major's going to be pissed. <laughs> I don't know. See Any other in details way. in there? Yeah. Any other <laughs> details?
3: No. I think the only. I think the only thing you left out was. Uh, I mean, minus the fact that I was almost shit myself because I was like, "I'm not supposed to be here. This is not my." <laughs> this. But that was that was the moment that Midas and I both realized that we were meant to be together. And. Oh the, yeah.
0: Hell yeah! It was a it was oh, a great yeah. bro moment. You know. Like it was, man. I. You know, my wife. She accused me of this. I, I told her this story the other night, and she's like, "You're a fucking instigator." And I was like, "No, <laughs> I was trying to broaden this young man's horizons." I was, I was broadened. <laughs>
1: That's what you call
0: it. <laughs> we were, we're going on not, an adventure. Not as God broadened as
3: uh, old Joe with his bag of dildos, but I was, I was broadened. I was, it was, it <laughs> was good. Right.
0: I said broadened, not stretched. All right. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God!
5: Oh my God! You guys are uh, that was a bit broad over there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, big, big Bertha was probably big Bertha was in there too. So you know, yeah.
4: the,
2: the journey you're probably tighter than a cat's ass while everything that's hey, going down.
5: All I gotta say is Yikes. that we didn't find okay. a single tube of lube in that entire room. So that's yeah. that's all I gotta say. going in drive, no, but, yeah. but yeah, like respect. It was yeah, it was just it was, it one was those wacky
3: really, moments. Yeah, it was a really good experience for me though. It was a fun, uh, it was a fun little escapade, and it just yeah. I think it kind of it allowed me to experience a little more of myself. And I was like, okay, I got into a no shit. I might have to wax a dude sitting out the back of this vehicle right now. Like no shit. And that was the first yeah, experience where uh, I'd had like, no kidding. I might have to pull this trigger right the fuck now. You know? So yeah, it's, overall uh, it was really good. It's a weird
0: moment. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, weird. Yeah. It yeah, it's a strange moment. It gives you a lot of clarity if you've been in that moment. And and not everybody gets that moment in their first like all out firefighter, you know, right. getting their fucking engine block blown over their truck, you know. Yeah, exactly. Those like low intensity but you know, high potential of kinetic right. yeah. throwdown. Because at that point we were in deep shit, dude, because and I calculated this in my head, I was like, Fuck man, if we ice this guy, yeah, you and I he both starts dragging our chirp out of the car or something. Yeah. yeah then we are going to get fucking lit up. Cause we are sandwiched between two ANA checkpoints. I was like, I'm going to have to smash the fucking shit out of some people with this truck. I was like, it is going to go down all because star major wanted some motherfucking TVs because <laughs> he didn't have any fucking grass to bitch about. Seriously. And that's why I think star majors are fucking dumb. 90% of them. I concur. 90%. The soft ones are cool. Mostly. He was a soft dude too. Should have fucking had better perspective. Yeah. That's, I think that's I think the only box. thing
3: that you missed was the uh the dude on the 240 that we almost waxed on the tower because he like tried to turn that <laughs> shit our way. And you're going dude, over yeah. to squatty potty. And we're like trying to get through the gate. You know, we're that's calling right. this guy, like, where is he at? So we parked and we're you know, we're using our little Afghan shitty cell phones. A little Roshan. Midas is in the squatty potty. And this dude is looking at us from the top of the tower and he like starts to swing this gun around like real slow. It was like really cagey. And I like bang on the wall and I'm like, Hey, you might want to pinch that shit off and get out of here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> because Lucky I, for him. It stank as hell. So I was real quick.
3: Right. But he's like the 240 would have this-
0: made your day terrible.
3: He's like slowly yeah. swinging this thing around. And I'm like, I'm like slow. I like bang on the door. I'm like, Hey, you need to get out of here. And I'm like slowly moving my way towards cover, like behind the vehicle. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, like, dude. Keep that shit pointed somewhere else. Cause yeah. if you point that and then, uh, at us, I wasn't even worried about the paperwork at that point.
0: You're going to get smoked. Yeah, no dude, I was going to redecorate his face big time. <laughs> uh, but then what we did do though, and this is kind of cool. Um, Da Vinci had a, a pack of smokes and I was like, Hey, do you give me a cigarette? So he gives me a cigarette and I've still got, I've got a selfie with this dickhead in the tower behind me mm-hmm. and smoking a cigarette. It's funny as shit. But I, I took a cigarette and I held the pack up to him and we're about, you know, 25 yards away from this guy, like kind of like as an offering gesture. And then he just kind of like shook his head no and smiled and then swiveled his gun back around. Yeah. And that was it. Maybe he's like, all right, these guys are cool. I'm like, yeah, man, we're cool. Are you fucking cool? Or are you going to die? Hey, pick one. <laughs> pick one. And, and, uh, he he turned out to be cool that day. Yeah, I forgot about that dude. Fuck. Anyhow, that was a little long, but yeah, yeah that was uh, a was Da Vinci's first fucking excursion. Yeah,
1: was Would really not be dangerous. his last. No. Nope. Damn. Yeah. Good time. I mean, if not not that there's many morals in any of these stories, but if there is a moral to a story, it's when Midas rolls up, tells you to hop in, ask you if you like the game. And if that's an okay playlist, you just make sure that you got one in the pipe. Yeah, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's about to get real.
2: It just reminded me of the scene from the town when he walks in. And he's like, "Hey, I'm not going to tell you who or what we're doing, but we're going to hurt some. We're going to hurt some people." He's like, "Hey, how we get in there?
3: Who's
0: driving? <laughs> <laughs> no question, dude. <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. right. Who's driving? Who's driving?
0: Yep. And, and that's why America is a better place we got fucking Best Buy's. You ain't going to shoot anybody over a TV. TV." <laughs> you guy got to go through
1: six A&A checkpoints just to... Unless it's Black
0: Friday, then people are getting trampled. Oh, yeah. The yeah, no, it's that's, game that's game real. On, yeah. out there.
1: Bring the plate carrier and shit.
0: Yeah. Well, luckily for me, that would not be my last uh, little excursion with Da DaVinci. Because um, we just had such a great time the first time. And I was like, I got to take this guy out on a more shit. So I did. Which I greatly
3: appreciated.
0: Uh, yeah, it was a fucking great time, man. And we earned each other's trust and we're good to go. You know, that's, that's how you do it. You go for check rides and you're like, all right, this dude's chill. See you. Uh, And, and that's besides, you know, MOS, I had infantry guys. I wouldn't want to take with me, but I'd take Da Vinci. Cause I knew he was going to fucking have my back and there you go. But anyhow, <laughs> thanks brother. So Don't we were, <laughs> so I was basically tapped to run a PSD for a, uh, it was an Undersecretary of Defense who's visiting oh, country. No. Yeah, this <laughs> oh, one. Yeah, no. he, uh, he came out, and you know, anytime you're dealing with like Undersecretaries of Defense, you know, you never know who you're going to get. Right? Could be an absolute pencil pusher. Could be a gangster. You never know. Um, so this dude was uh, mainly doing the counter narcotics thing. So basically, set up his itinerary, set up his transport, got all that shit figured out. And of course, he didn't travel alone. He had his lackeys with him. This other bureaucratic people. And uh he had some really cool people with him too. And uh one of them I sent me a fucking Christmas card this year. It's pretty cool. So anyhow, um, right. he had this one dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you about it later. Yeah, will we'll about, about, about it later. Yeah, it was from Tampa. You know what I'm saying? But anyhow. Uh, yeah, so we had like multiple airlifts. Uh, we had like a lot of ground convoy stuff. So it was a lot of coordination, but it went like surprisingly well, like amazingly well. And I should have fucking known, right? You get that feeling. You're like, man, things are going real smooth. Something's about to happen, yep. but it's never the shit you expect. Um, and that's what people like kind of get confused about war. They think you're just constantly like in contact doing all kinds of wild shit, but it's the times when you're not doing wild shit that get you yep. a lot of times. So anyhow, we, uh, we flew into the, uh, embassy in Kabul. We're, we're picking them up. Um, And they're walking out to the helicopter. It's a particular airframe we're on, has a big ass tail rotor. The guys there instruct them. If you've ever been on the soccer field, you know what I'm talking about. Instruct them to walk around the outside of the fucking field. One, because if another aircraft's coming in, they got a medevac or whatever, they're going to like run your ass over. And I don't think taking a Blackhawk upside the head would be beneficial. Uh, So anyhow, so these guys are walking around the outside and I have a, I've got chest cam footage of this, which is lovely. Uh so we're all like pushed out from the aircraft, we're all staged up, security position, all that shit. And uh this one fucking dude in the party that that's walking out with our VIP just starts walking towards the tail of the aircraft. And we're like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Oh, shit. Straight no, no, be no. we're like, man. "No, no, no." Like he has four people like waving him off.
3: Everybody else is walking around the sides. Fucking-
0: yeah. And he's Everyone just like,
3: else is walking along
0: the sides. Why are
3: we walking around the sides? I just want to get on this aircraft. Like, what yeah, are you he's doing? like, oh, here's
0: the helicopter. I'm going to get on it. So this motherfucker is walking towards the tail rotor. And then I look over at the crew chief and he looks at me and fucking shakes his head and just rips his comms cord out and just starts fucking sprinting towards the tail and basically like grabs this guy as he's like right at the fucking tail of the aircraft and like pushes him off to the side and was like, no, 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 no. We're talking like so. This dude almost feet. got, yeah, like a yard. couple strides. Jeez. He would have. He would have got his face redecorated, which is why my story is entitled "VIP Facelift."
2: Yeah, remember this? This is a while ago that it was on Instagram. I, I know we saw the one guy walked head first, well, straight into the helicopter and the blade the main smashed Yeah, yeah and rotor. that was the main rotor. was a
1: dirty time. Yeah, this the, dude's the walking into rotor, the tail.
5: That's and we had, another uh, way. <laughs> <laughs> it's a headache either way, so <laughs> we had well, we had short already
0: <laughs> and we had already lost a Green Beret to a fucking rotor hit a couple of weeks prior to that. We lost an Afghan commando to a tail rotor hit. Uh just on our task force. So it was like holy fucking shit, man. Like so moral of the story is, guys. Oh, oh, well, it gets better. This fucking dude, I like grabbed him when he got the aircraft. I'm like, you need to fucking listen to us and watch and stay alert. And then I look him in the eyes and I realize he's only got one. And I'm like, Oh <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> oh, this dude's shit. missing a fucking eyeball. His right eye was gone. So that whole like side of his face that would have seen the full fucking rotor was gone. So this fucking dude had a, and it wasn't even like military related or whatever. He just happened to have be down. an eye. almost walked into a terror rotor as a result of that and the fact that he just didn't know. So moral of the story is, guys, if you're doing VIP work or with anybody who's unfamiliar with helicopters at all, and keep in mind, though, we'd already flown these guys twice. Like, we fucking told them already. But just, man, keep that in mind. Stage further out from the aircraft. Make sure they are safe and know exactly what the hell they're doing because stupidity will rip your face off sometimes.
3: And make sure they've seen Indiana Jones. You know that scene where Ian <laughs> Jones is fighting with that big ass dude, that big ass Russian. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what was about just, to happen to that guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. wild. It was wild. I, it was I made a I made a gif I made blur. a gif of the fucking chess cam footage. It's marvelous. <laughs> it's, it's real good. Good stuff. But yeah, it was wild, dude. That was almost a really bad time. Yeah, somehow it would have been our fault, right? Right? So a course. Course.
3: couple of yeah. couple of captains. Yeah. Your fault.
0: And that's, uh, that's a VIP facelift. Holy shit.
1: Well, I'm glad he didn't get his uh, face just swept clean off, but sweeping and cleaning is apparently the next uh, Ooh. <laughs> the next bit from Yeti.
2: So here we are, the full tell. NTC sweeping clean. You'd think it would be cool, something fun, but it's a story of fratricide. Thank God it was NTC no shit there i was the fantastic desert terrible experience the whole way mind you uh little tidbit the brigade barely passed you know we were somehow deployable but uh this is uh man where to start where to start on this i'll give you the first one that which kind of which kind of makes the second one better yeah there was two (laughs) fratricides no shit there we were we were uh walking up just doing a platoon. Patrol over to a uh, attack if you've been to NTC you no know regish. and we see this vehicle on top of the mountain. I just remember our scouts just kept reporting, like, "Hey, that's enemy BMP, that's enemy BMP, that's enemy BMP." And I, and then we're oh, okay. We don't have a clear sight of it. We couldn't get PID, but our scouts got PID for us. So we're like, "All right, hey, well, we got cleared to take it out because scouts had PID and they were actively watching it." Um. Long story short, with that one, that was just another battalion friendly battalion's retrans site that we destroyed. Oh, oh, so uh, nice. So I was a little, little bit butthurt because I was like, ah, oh, man, definitely got to get fired. Oh, even though we got PID from someone else, I'm like, oh, that's still like, us you know, whatever, you know. Came out and buffed out. No one's miles went off. So they said, oh, no, you guys just missed. And I was like, no, because no one just has their miles configured properly.
5: That's why. No one ever so, has their miles on.
2: No. And then so there we are. Here we go for the fun sweeping clean. This is two days later. And at this point, everyone is all about PID. Like, dude, we are not shooting till we see the white of their eyes. <laughs> like, I was like, at an end, we're never trusting the scouts ever again. Bunker never yelled, again. 2018. What happens to me? I get attached to another battalion scout to plus up their defense. Okay, it's fine. It's the, Cav, the Cavs. They got their MGSs, ATGNs. We're actually having a blast. We're just, you know, we're getting attacked. We're we're taking out, uh, what is that, Black Horse over there? We're taking out their attack. Great time. The boys are actually happy. We're having a great time. I'm like, hey, the CTCP behind us on another flank, They their defense got broken. They're getting attacked right now. Ma, uh, that scout platoon in mine got like, hey, you're going to go there to plus it up. Someone's going to cover down on your spot because, you know, you guys already pretty much defeated the incoming enemy. We think it was a feint anyway. All right. Too easy. There's a the CTCP. It's between two hills. And then I make a plan at that PL real quick. Hey, I'm going to go since you guys are pretty much a strict mech ATGM MGS is you'll go around the other side of the hill, take out their mech forces their mech vehicles. We're going to actually clear through. The CTCP, get anyone on the backside that we know is still friendly, and then we'll clear through the rest. And so you know, I got the dismounts. And, you know, I didn't ask at the beginning, but you know, we're strikers at the time. So I was like, all right, too easy. We're driving over. I couldn't get comms with the CTCP. Me and that uh, other platoon have comms, so we're, we're talking. I dismount my boys, but my dismount radio was, was real fucked up. So I stayed in the striker just to keep comms because there's a lot going on. Sure. Yeah. Um, And I was on direct line with not only my company commander, but the battalion commander because no one at the CTCP was talking. So I had to try to make sure everyone had a clear view and fuck my scouts. I already told you, don't trust them. They were talking. I told them to shut the fuck up. Like I was like, no, nope, no, you guys aren't talking anymore. I killed a friendly retrans site because of you. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just saw oh my guys and before they when I talked to my, my squad leader going out, and I was like, no killing friendlies, no killing friendlies. And He's like, yeah, too easy, man. You know, we fucked up once you will not do it again. So they get out. I have my uh, striker with the uh, Mark 19 sitting a little bit far back to overwatch the hills. I the uh, friendly platoon on the other side is engaging the enemy. I was like, oh, everything's going to plan. It's great. And then we see. The CTCP guys hiding all behind like this, like three Humvees. It looks like like, Oh, there, they all are like there, there they all are kind of hiding. They don't know what the fuck's going on. So I was like, Hey, we're going to go up there. Hey, we're strikers. We're a striker brigade. If you see a striker, it's probably friendly, right? You know, and (laughs) we're fighting against, you know, BMPs and stuff. Right. So I'm like, all right, I don't have comms. We're wearing OCPs. Enemies wearing the fucking DCUs or whatever. We're strikers, everything's good. We're driving up. My guys are walking up, and as they're probably, I would say, 20 yards away from that Humvee, and they're trying to yell because there was a bunch of other shooting on the other side. You just see the 50 cal in the Humvee just do a 180 at my guys.
4: Right?
2: And there was micro train they jumped behind. And I see them doing the ceasefire. They're doing the whole like ceasefire, trying to yell ceasefire. My Mark 19 striker in the back, I just hear my fucking gunner come on. that. Fuck that. It just starts. He starts ripping. Tong, 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 my gunner, I grab him like by the throat. I'm like, you're not fucking shooting. And then he's like, but the boys. And then he starts ripping. <laughs> <laughs> I look and I'm like, I'm yelling to my guy. I'm yelling ceasefire. I rip my comms out, you know. Nothing's. I'm about to go running over, like I'm. Like I'm just thinking, like you know, like dude, we just fresh off a frat. I see one of my, uh, one of my team leaders at the time. Uh, He, I just see him get up because my boys threw smoke. He pushes through the smoke and then commences to execute (laughs) everyone behind that Humvee. Right, he's running up, barrel stuffing them, shooting. And I think my guys ran up and actually probably physically hurt these people that cause they were so mad about what happened. And I just stop as I'm seeing this and I look up at the sky, right? And I'm just like, My career is over. I can't believe this is happening. Like I was like I'm just looking up and I was like, you know what? S three isn't so fucking bad after all, I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right? Go rotten in S section. Fuck as, it. As,
2: as my boys continue to clear through and kill every friendly and also start engaging enemy at the same time. Right. Nice. So like there's a – the OCs are looking. My OC comes running over because he was following us. And he's like, dude, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, does it look
4: like I fucking know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> People are shooting. That's what's going yeah. on. Fuck.
2: And I run over to the boys. They call a ceasefire in the area. They literally admin the CTCP and everything around there while the rest of like the battle continues. And I'm just I'm just like going there and I was like in my head, I was like, My boy, we did the right thing. We were getting engaged, we were yelling, ceasefire, they weren't stopping. Yeah. They're all going everyone's yeah. dying. Everyone's yeah. gonna die. You know, thank thank God it was just blanks. <laughs> but I remember just like all the OCs are like coming up and I remember like another OC was just like reeling into me, because I was the only officer in the area, like <laughs> uh, I'm just yeah. like, oh my God. Naturally, it's your fucking
0: fault. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then this other OC comes over. It's the SAR major. And he was, other, out of all those, he's highest ranking one. He sees I'm pretty down in the dirt at this point. I'm like, man, like, we just killed so many people that were friendlies. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, no, hey, LT, you're good, man. I watched you guys. You're yelling ceasefire. They didn't fucking stop. At the end of the day, it's your boys, yourself, or them. Yeah, dude. I want to go home. You did the right thing. I would have fucking did the same, yep. and I was like, I was like, oh, thank God, thank God, he's on me. Just and then with we, a
0: fucking head on their shoulders, yeah,
2: yeah. And then we get in a circle. There's uh, some first sergeant that was in the CTCP that was with those group of guys, and this is he says this, which is the worst excuse on earth, and this is solidifying my my defense. He just looks at that sergeant major and just goes, "I'm not an infantry. I didn't know what to do." <laughs> And now you're dead, bitch. You need the boys that uh, had the squad leader, the team leaders we all looked at each other. We did a little fist pound. Hey, let's get the fuck out of here. Fuck these guys. Seriously, yeah. dude. I did get investigated, though. So, bothering that, like, it was- <laughs> 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 It's all good, though. The,
1: just, I did like, get uh, investigated,
2: though. <laughs> to just see my team leader running up and literally start executing like Joe's. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, man. It was great. Oh what a time well i mean it's not great it's funny as fuck
0: yeah but it, but, it captures the the realistic situation and they were training y'all up to go advise anp or something because that shit happened all the time dude they're fucking sitting in the back of their toyota fucking swivel that bitch around and you're just like hey quit fucking shooting at us and get the fucking terp on the horn, and and we saw that happen one of our uh one of the fucking odas oh. out there with and the only difference is that no matter what up.
5: happens, all the A&A were Taliban, regardless. <laughs> if they shot at us, they turned turn into Taliban immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's <laughs> investigation real talk, always dude. calls on Taliban. Yeah. 100%. Taliban. Yep. Taliban. Yep. Taliban. <laughs> good yep. shoot. Good shoot.
3: Yep. Uh, you
2: better hit the ground fast. <laughs> the best part was going back to my company commander. He's like, dude, what the fuck happened over there? I heard it was wild. And I was like, I'll tell you later, dude. <laughs> like, sir, I'll tell you later. It's a, that was not a good time because – you know it's kind of like the other night
0: <laughs> he's like are you serious i was like hey, i'll buff out <laughs> it's kind of like that but a lot worse <laughs> oh. nice dude oh, Boomer's shit. got some wild uh jrtc stories too that are super funny like he had a his saw gunner like shot at the medevac kilo and they're like you fucking idiot like we just called for that <laughs> like just unbelievable fuckery oh just- man and that's why you do those exercises though. You know, you want them to get that stupidity out of their fucking system. Maybe learn something before they actually put a bullet in someone they're not supposed to, you know, <laughs> it, it only sucks because they're stressing the higher level
2: system. So they're like, the only way to do that is to steamroll the companies and below.
5: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's always great when you're the BSB, you know, liaison to brigade and you hear over the net that the entire Charlie med got run overrun and all the providers are dead. <laughs> and the sergeant major turns around and goes, Irish, what the hell's going on down there? Do we have any medical coverage? I was like, Well, all the providers are dead, so we're fucked. Yeah. So that's a negative.
4: <laughs> a bunch
2: and of T90s wait, 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 hit wait. the BSV. You're like, what? It was,
5: like <laughs> legit They got overrun by by like the BMPs and there's zero, absolutely zero anti light armor, anything. Like th- yeah. Just get fucked. Yep. They got oh. steamrolled seven times in, like, the course of four hours because they were trying to find the brigade headquarters. So they just kept running over the BSB over <laughs> and over again.
4: <laughs> These guys,
2: so everyone's stop, dead. Everyone's dead and
5: they're, like just rolling over dead bodies. Like, oh, there's another one. <laughs> you know, kept going. Jeez. The
2: BSB, I just – you look in the distance. If you're on some mountain, you just see all the whoopee lights going off. Oh, they're getting steamrolled
0: right now. <laughs> all <the whoopie> lights. <laughs>
5: And being the brigade liaison is always the best. It's like, what are they doing down there? I'm like, I don't know. We haven't had comms for like seven hours. Yeah, sir. They appear to be dying.
2: Where are they? <laughs> wait, wait till wait till the sun goes down. You'll see the whoopee lights. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck, man. Oh Jesus. Uh. So, even though uh, I would rate our uh, our maturity on the team is actually really high. Like you know, you're hearing our stories. You're like, oh, these guys are basically twelve. And we are a little bit in our sense of humor. You know, if somebody farts, I'm the first one to fucking die laughing. It's going to happen. If I got a shit in public stall and they're farting and I'm farting, it's, My
4: favorite.
2: I'm going to
0: laugh. It's going to happen. Like, a giggle. I'm sorry, it's but at it's at least
2: gonna... one giggle. It's, it, it's like a guy pooping yeah. in a bar. You got to giggle. Yeah, it's like I'll, I'll cough Couldn't a couple times
0: that? to mask it, but I'm just going to start fucking laughing, right? That's just how it goes. So, you know, I think poop is one of the... <laughs> See, there it is. Can you fucking say the word? Poop is just a—it's uh, a great topic in general that uh, I think all of us thoroughly enjoy. And if anybody on our team has had more experience with poop uh, than anybody else, I would have to say it's probably Hill.
1: Yeah, it's your boy Poop Neil, Mr. Yeah,
0: Hanky <laughs> <Poop, yeah. laughs> himself.
2: All right, we're talking it's- about guys in parking lots, and we have dildos, and now we're on poop. Now we're on, on poop. We got man. the trifecta,
1: dude. We're on poop. This, uh, this all stemmed from a Snapchat that I sent to the team a few moons ago, many moons ago. And I guess it's time to finally talk about the story of Fecal Frank.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a sucker for <laughs>
1: alliteration, so that's the story yeah, of this that's one. that's
0: good. That's good. I thought he was going to yeah. be poopy Paul, but that was just me.
1: Well, you know, I never actually got this man's name, but he he came to me in a, in a time of need. I don't know who needed him, but someone did. So... I, I'm working a, a very low impact post, uh, again, back in Boston, of course. And uh, I, I'm really not doing anything. For the next, like, 55 minutes, my head is clear. I'm just chilling. I'm cooling it. I'm talking to a buddy of mine, and I, I look at this dude and I'm like, man, something something's not right about him. And apparently the other three dudes that I work with didn't notice this. But then I look at the the right leg of his of his shorts that he's got on. It's the summer in no, Boston. It's no, humid. Shut up.
0: It's always the right leg. I don't know what it is. It's
1: always the right leg, bro. Everyone knows the butthole angel. Must have been right handed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he got hold of that bag of dildos. Who knows? So it's it's sweeping to the right and and there's a trail of doo-doo butter coming down his right leg. All right.
0: I'm sorry trail of what? <laughs> doo-doo butter.
1: That's the technical term. Is it
2: actively dripping? Like you see, uh, it no, gone, no, that's or that actually, dry at this
0: point, right? The
1: viscosity. No, that was the most. That was the most disturbing point. Is it was wet at one point. Now it's dry, right? It has <laughs> caked itself onto this God, man.
4: Shut up, shut up. Right,
1: right. So, I'm I'm looking and I'm like, yo, this guy has, you know, what looks like, an entire digested breakfast of doo-doo butter on his right calf. And I'm like, this ain't right. So I go talk to him. I was like, hey, sir, like, hey, look, I'm trying to be respectful. You know, I don't know if this guy's sure, got a yeah. condition. I'm like, right. I'm like, hey, sir, look, you know, unfortunately, due to your, you know, your current condition, we can't have you in the building. It becomes a bit of a biohazard. Right. You know, like I'm, I'm trying to be nice about it. And he, he, fucking just, he rolls. No, bro. He rolls up with the what? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, look, man, you know, you're, <laughs> you know, you're kind of covered in feces. Um, I, I can't have you. You know, coming in the building, and he's like, What the fuck did you just say to me? I was like, What? Hey, look, man, like, I just, I need to talk to you. Like, and he's like, You know why I shit myself? And I was like, Okay, like, he's about to tell me. He's like, It's because you, you fuckers implanted my brain. He's like, The government made me shit myself. He's like, I got a chip in my brain that makes me shit myself. And I was like, Oh my God, like, this guy obviously does like a lot of crack cocaine. He might be on Um, something. Yeah. Either that, either he knows about, you know, Obama and his shit ray, or he's just on a lot of crack. It's one out of the two. I don't, I don't know. It's the next right? phase of the COVID shot, dude. <laughs> turns you into shit zombie. So now, now he's kind of squaring off with me. and I'm like, man, I'm really not getting comfortable with this. This dude's got, you know, <laughs> I, I, I might have a Glock chamber in 40, but this man's got a handful of feces if he so chooses. Right. So I'm like, all right, like I'm not, I'm not comfortable with this. I was like, Hey, sir, how about I just talk to you outside? Right. Like, He's, he's beyond the secure area. I was like, let's get him outside. Does he smell um, like shit? Oh, oh like, my God, yeah. Do you smell it? Look, that's not uncommon. <laughs> I, <laughs> that for, for Boston, that's it's not clarified. uncommon. Um, I've smelt dudes, and, and this is no joke. I've smelt dudes' feet, right? Like they just took off their boots. Not like I was even close to them. I was like 10, 15 feet away. It made me tear up. Like almost like an onion does. Like you don't even notice it until there's tears rolling down your face. So I'm used to this kind of shit, and this literal shit. So this unintended. dude, he starts walking with me, you know, and 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 he's he's becoming a little bit more talkative, you know. We're we're kind of chopping it up. We're walking towards the exit door. I get him through the first set of exit doors, and he starts acting up. Right? He's like he's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like escorting me out? You gonna escort me?" I was like, "Yes, I'm gonna escort you out. Like let's let's fucking go, my guy." And once he hits the second set of doors, right? It's an airlock. You always have two sets of doors. If you want to talk about physical security, hit me up. We'll do an assessment. Um, yeah.
4: We're
1: you know, he hits that second set of doors. Those doors latch and he turns around, and grabs them, starts ripping on him. right? He's ripping on the doors. He's like, fucking fight me, you pussy. I was like, whoa, like now, now you're big that you're outside. Like, okay, I'll go outside. So I pull my spray and I start shaking it. And I pop that door open. He's like getting standoffish. And I was like, bro, if you want to go, like, this is your time. Man, like, this is your time to shine. Like, we can end up on World Star real quick. I know We're my buddy's filming this shit. Like, let's, let's go. Yeah, I was waiting fucking for someone to say. Where's the social worker from your first story, dude? Not enough Narcan no, to deal with this, it. man. I can tell you that right. So I see in the reflection of the door that I have propped open, there's two federal cops walking up behind me. So I holster my shit. I'm like, look, man, I don't get paid enough for this. That's a fact.
0: covered in shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, this guy's covered in shit. So I literally turn around. I go, hey, guys, watch out. This dude covered in shit right out there. He's, he's hella mad. He is hella mad. I don't know what he's mad about, but he's mad about something. <laughs> he said that you guys implanted his brain. So sounds like you got to deal with that. And they're like, wait, what? And I just walk right past him. <laughs>
0: See you. It's I my lunch like, break.
1: I, yeah, I was like, I, I told you all the information you need to know. That's a wrap. So they walk out. And he sees these two and he grabs onto one of these steel railings, right? Like this pipe. And he just starts shaking it. And he's like, ah, and then they were like, like, they, they looked at him to like, kind of question like, Hey man, are you okay? And he just turned and ran. But when he ran, it like started, a. uh, what, what, what do they call that the, when a volcano goes uh, off? Mount Kilauea. A, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, a, a pyroclastic flow. Isn't that it or something like that? A lava that. flow. A nice oh, yeah. <laughs> the
5: nice explosion. No, it's the it's like that bubbling flow. That bubbling yeah, it's, flow. It's not it's really an explosion. The- just kind of bubbling yeah. and flowing. you
2: tell me he added another layer to his leg. He's trying to make a no, wide no, no, island no, no Yeah, the, just
1: expanding the islands. No, that thick shell Broke.
5: My God. <laughs> so right, you say there's so a the, live flow underneath this, you know. Exactly. Magma. It's it,
1: the the pyroclastic flow. Like that's when, when the ash magma. mixes with the magma. And it was just a trail of doo doo butter. Now and, and I'm doing like a little like a little just check with my guys, right? Uh, you were checking point, on your
0: savings account. Like,
1: do I really need this job? <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately for the money they pay, I think anyone needs that fucking job. But I'm I'm checking with my guys. I was like, "Yo, did you not notice this dude?" And I'm like, "Man, it still smells like shit in here." And that's when I realize there's shit everywhere. The three the three dudes that are working in here did not notice because they're so acclimated to the doo doo that is fucking Boston. There's shit on the X-ray machine. There's shit on the tables. <laughs> the X-ray machines. They got a big conveyor belt. There's, like, a, a three-foot-long strip of doo-doo butter on the fucking conveyor belt x-ray. I mean, like I was like, yo, what the fuck? How did he get in the building? He, just, he must he have gotten out, out of the taco Yeah, no, because- he came through screening. It's just like going through an airport. This guy went through basically airport security, but we actually give a fuck about our jobs. And and apparently not, because doo man came through. No, and, one, uh, no one patted him down. It's like, oh, I got shit on my hand. Yeah, they're like, whoa, where did this poop come from, right? <laughs> like... <laughs> It was it was one of the most like like surreal moments where I was like looking at myself and I was like yo, what the fuck is my life? Like right now, like currently, what's going on, man? Like we should do a self-check. And then because came this ain't right.
0: One of my favorite Snapchats. And I gotta look because I think I screenshot it because I was just perplexed. I was I was at work and my phone goes off. I see all oh, Snapchat from Brony. I was like, oh, we'll see what the homie's up to. And there's this picture of this fucking X-ray machine, and there's some brown fucking shit smeared on the side of it. <laughs> And the caption is, time to go clean poop out of the x-ray machine. (laughs) I was like, what in the actual fuck? (laughs) And that's how that went down. (laughs) I've waited years to hear this story, guys. Fucking years. It's a a special
1: one. (laughs) Wow. Now, luckily, I don't have have to do that because that's below my pay grade. So I just (laughs) left. From, like, oh
2: but... Oof, man hey sorry can you get over here please <laughs>
1: yeah, right. hey look uh hey i got a dentist this might not be your favorite day but you're gonna remember today <laughs>
2: who's, who's your nco uh, all right uh, hold, hold on a second
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah man that was the story of fecal frank you know i really hope he got that implant taken out because i don't i wouldn't want the government chip in my mind
0: yeah i was clearly touching his medulla and hitting the fucking poop button you hit that gonna, you know god damn that's intense
1: and and i feel like i'm a magnet for that shit you know like because i that's only one story of the many many doo-doo escapades of me in boston bro neil in boston but uh yeah that's wild. i heard you got a magnet yourself midas
0: i do i do um well luckily oh, well no it's not me uh luckily it was somebody else because I'm not a fucking idiot and I don't shoot myself um but I, I think honestly you know we're we're about an hour thirty into this and I think we gotta save some of this I think we gotta save some of this for another episode It's just times too good for
1: we, another time
0: we, yeah we gotta talk about some idiots shooting themselves we gotta talk about uh some more poop
1: uh, oh my god! What, I got so what, many poop stories. It's not even funny. Jesus Christ! What am I doing <laughs> in my life?
0: <laughs> I got, here's a couple titles, guys. You got you got to look forward to here. We got car trunk time machine. That's a good one. That was that was one of my what the fuck moments. Uh, let's see. Um, we got some seer school stories. Um, we got a, a story about Yeti almost dying while he's hunting. That was a mm-hmm. good one. We I never the,
2: thought I would have a bear grills moment in my
0: life. Yeah. <laughs> he there actually he had to drink piss. his cameraman's piss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was straight out of the tap. What's that other one uh I was gonna cover, Bruno? Is that the the Ninja Carjacker?
1: Oh yeah. The old Ninja Carjacker.
0: Yeah, that's a gem. That's a gem.
1: I mean, depending on how well this goes, I'll come back with more doo doo escapades. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. So, I don't know, man. I, I think I think we're going to call it. I'll, I'll turn it back to you, bro, Neil. I think that's good enough for today. I think the people have had enough. Yeah, <laughs> Hopefully, y'all you laughed. Your cheeks better be hurting or else you don't have a fucking sense of humor.
1: I you know we're an hour and 30 into it. That's definitely a good spot to stop. I
3: know my cheeks are definitely hurting. So.
1: <laughs> you know, thank you all for coming in, listen to us uh, ramble about our stories here, taking part of some reminiscing. It's always, you know, good to reflect and good to look back, but it helps us look forward. We all learn from these things together, even though we come from different walks of life. You know, we we always have something to take away from it, regardless of what we're doing. So I hope you can do that with those around you, and it, if you can't, hell, you can do it with us, right? That's why you're here listening. That's why you're here expanding your horizons. So thank you to everyone listening. That's absolutely huge. Uh, <laughs> Luckily for me I don't have to replace any AR you know accessories but if I did I'd be going to our good friends over at Mission First Tactical you know you know how it goes we got a nice little 20% off code and just to make sure it worked I got some mags let me tell you 20% off is beautiful in the turn in the current time of uh late late stage corona here where you can't find any gun parts you can't find any good shit but Code path five, all one word, capital P, capital F at checkout. You got to spell it five. It's uh, F I V E. You know, for those that don't know how to spell, like me, for all Uh, you scholars out there. Yeah, (laughs) precisely. Um, And just be be good to each other. You know, if, if that's all I can say at the end of this bit, take care of each other, love each other, check in on neighbors, man. That's you know, if if you believe that the world is ending tomorrow and that. You know, whatever political person is going to bring a swift end to the world. At least you should know your neighbor. So just do that. Go out talk to people. God, just talk to people. Don't get sucked into Facebook. Don't get sucked into TikTok or whatever the kids are talking about now these days. You know, just be a real human with real human interactions for like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes a day. That's all I got for you, man. Peace.